You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Going Deep. I'm Kate Wolf. I'm Scott Sharp. I'm Nathan McIntosh. Hi, guys. So I kind of want to get into this. We have an amazing guest. She's a stand-up comic. Caitlin Bailey is here. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's. I saw Caitlin, the first time I ever saw you even perform mm-hmm. was you were doing a two-person show, you and Aaron Berg. Yes. And Aaron used to be, he was a stripper. Yeah, he works as a stripper um, in Toronto. Okay, and you, you were talking about how you, in high school, I believe mm-hmm. it was, you were a prostitute for 18 months? Uh, yeah, just over just over a year. I worked as a high-end escort in uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, so how old were you when you started, when you got into it? Well, I, I mean, I was almost 18. So okay. I wasn't, I was 17, but I say that and I feel like everyone's like, child prostitution meter goes up. I was, pr- I was in negligible amount of days away from being 18 years old. So, okay. Yeah. And what? But they're, they're, they, I think people would have the, the child uh, prostitution flag going up. They, they, it makes sense. Yeah. Mine's still kind of going up. Yeah. You're still, you're still kind of going up. All right. That, I mean, it's, it's, I felt, um, even in, in retrospect, um, I felt like I had agency at that point where I was making, um, like autonomous choices. I never worked for anyone. I never worked for an agency. I never mm-hmm. had a pimp. Um, so I was very much running my own business. So if I was being exploited by anyone, you were doing it. It like yeah, like the, the, there was no there was no authoritative figure that was forcing exerted. you into the industry. No, or exactly. how did how did you get? I mean, from not being in it. How did you start even start thinking about doing it? I really eroticized like the role of the whore. Um, in literature, reading Anais Nin, reading uh, like, these, like I, I loved that role. Um, I felt that women that took their own sexuality and then turned it into um, like a profitable business was was a very powerful move on their part because I felt really victimized by my own sexuality. Like people would come up to me on the street because I, I developed really early. Mm-hmm. I think at like twelve years old, I was like thirty four D, twenty five, thirty six. I had the measurements of a porn star right away um and so people would say things like oh my god you're so beautiful that's so powerful like you have this I felt like I had this superpower I didn't know how to use um and I felt like in my day-to-day interactions with men that were attracted to me like giving like free ice cream or taking me out to dinner if I didn't really return their affection I felt like I was exploiting them or I was you know it felt dishonest to me Whereas the like the really explicit and honest exchange of like four hundred dollars for an hour of erotic time felt much more uh, felt much more honest, um, and I felt like I was harnessing this weird thing that I had. That's so interesting. I remember mm-hmm. I read this. I think I was like twelve, and I found a book about this. This her name was like Xaveria. It was this prostitute, and she talked about all of her experiences. And I remember as a girl, kind of having a little like, "Ooh, that kind of sounds great." Right? Yeah. And I mean, it, people say all the time, like, "No one ever." It, the, prostitution is used as the worst case scenario all the time. You know, like, "Oh, well, the like hitting bottom is being a prostitute." I've worked in fast food, and I'll tell you that it is way worse. <laughs> <laughs> in every way I felt more humiliated I felt more exploited I felt it's harder for can't make less your own money. hours it's terrible yeah. I mean at, at 17 um, I was making $400 an hour 
Um, and I felt very much in control of all of those sexual how, interactions. How I mean, many, like, did you, was this only like a weekend thing? How many hours a day were you uh, doing this? Well, I um, I did college release in high school. So, because I... Uh, I don't know what that is. Sure. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what it okay, is. I exhausted the curriculum at my high school early. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got out early to take college courses oh, okay, at my local you. university. So I was done with high school every day at 10 30 or 11 a.m wow and then two days a week tuesdays and thursdays i took classes at nc state um so that left and you're me... still living with your parents oh at this yeah point. totally Whew. monday wednesday and friday i'm just done like before noon and i've got all that so i i did most of my appointments between like 12 and 7 p.m um really yeah and i wasn't old enough to get a hotel room into like at first and mm-hmm. so the like a little lingo in the industry in call versus out call so in call is when uh they come to you so you get the room and then you you see people out call is when you go to them so i could do out call only for the first couple of months and no one no one had any questions about that actually which i thought was really oh, that all... totally makes sense i mean if you're gonna get a prostitute you don't why would there be that many questions you know well mo- usually it just she... seems to me it's like hey here's some money you're gonna have sex yeah kind of it's it, it it's a little bit more complicated than that because like when you do out call, you're asking the client to absorb the cost of the room and then oh, okay. take on the additional risk of having a hotel fee on their on their credit card. Um, so it's it's actually kind of a lot to ask, especially from from new clients where you don't have where you have because they're like yet. you're the prostitute. Why don't you just take all of right. this? Yeah, because you're you're the professional. So that's right. one of the one of the costs that you're sort of expected to absorb. It's sort of like asking a client to bring their own. How did you line like up like? Your gigs, sure. So there, there are different. Your spots. There are different gigs. forms. Gigs, um, appointments, <laughs> clients. Because um, Craigslist probably wasn't. No, that I Craigslist existed, but it was very like Craigslist was like the street prostitution. Oh, okay. Go to it's like it. There was very. There was a class. Were thing you? Were you like beneath me? You were good enough looking that you didn't. Mm-hmm. You were like above that class. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And it's, and I, I priced myself out. Basically, I looked at what everyone else was charging and then I added $50. And people were like, whoa, you, you, that's like, I, I got a lot of complaints. I was like, well, then see one of the other girls like that. And so it, it was a real lesson on branding, actually, um, early on. Is like, it kind of makes you almost more desirable. Where absolutely. Like, why, you know, why is she more... 50 extra dollars? And the other, and I actually probably made less money. Because I saw fewer people, so okay. that's the that's the exchange that you made. But I I didn't have bills to pay. You know, mm-hmm. I had no rent. Um, I didn't have kids to feed. This was very much an intellectual exercise at best. So I wanted to have absolute control over who I was seeing, the circumstances under which I was seeing, and pricing myself out of um, the riffraff. If you if you it's say. so crazy because you didn't quickly. really have to do it. Not uh, not at all. Yeah. In fact, in fact, I I made myself a promise. Um, that I never wanted to do it for the money. So I've needed money since then. Like I'm I'm a starving artist working in New York now and there are months that get you know sketchy. Cra- get yeah. sketchy and crazy and yeah. I've I've never I've never gone back to it. I um I I worked like I would say half my junior year of high school, all of my senior year of high school, um and then I went to college uh and I didn't work there. I came back for Thanksgiving break, did two appointments 
and just felt done with it, felt bored by the thing, was no longer excited by the interaction, and I, I haven't done it since. So can, tell us about the first time, like how, like what, so you're like, I'm oh, going to do this. Funny story. Yeah, I want to hear about the first time and how you even found the first <laughs> yeah, how, person how, to do what it What did with. you use to line? Let me, let me walk you through the, like, the screening process. Yeah. So I, would, I posted an ad on a forum that was explicitly for this, right? So escort, it was uh, for clients and escorts. It was for the community. They had like a, a frequently asked questions section and a ladies only forum where if you were verified as an escort, you got access to this forum. That's where the blacklist was. So if you wanted to blacklist a client, it was okay. through this. And there was a lot of cooperation between the women on this. It was run really by women. Um, so you'd post an ad, uh, you know, my measurements, like some sexy, like I'm, I'm sexy, blah, 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 and a Yahoo account with my stage name. And then I, I said what I needed, and I needed their legal name, I needed to know where they worked, and I needed two industry references. So that's two other women that they've seen that I'm going to then contact to make sure that they're not a cop, that they're not weird, and that those women are like still alive. Um, Absolutely. Right? So that's, that's the that's And you're the check. 17. 17. So, uh, that's they, way too much thought. You know what I mean? For I've been thinking about it for a like long time. That's just amazing. Like that. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a way of like, man, that's crazy. That uh, mm-hmm. at seventeen, you were like, yo, I'm gonna put so much thought into this well, business, doing I, background checks. Well, I and- believed. Well, I, I wasn't gonna invest in the. I mean, at that point, background check technology existed, but it was really expensive, and I wasn't. I was gonna do that. Why are you not like a? private detective or something you know what i mean like even at 17 you're so crazy the, you're like i'm not gonna pay for background checks because that's too 17 i was not having any kind of thought like that you know what i mean that that seems that seems so amazing this is, to me this is what i mean when i say i feel like i had agency at the time like i don't feel like this was like i i'd fantasized about being a prostitute for 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 a crazy long time years before i lost my virginity um but I, I thought of it as like modeling or acting. I was like, shit, I got to go and get a college degree and then move to like New York or L.A. and become this high-end courtesan. That was one. I wanted to be in the like amongst powerful people. I wanted to take on the classic role of the high-end courtesan as being this like safe, honest space for powerful people to mm-hmm. like bounce ideas off of and being um, without the... Well, we can get into my my like, theories of relationships later, but let me walk you through the process. So I needed that information from a, from a guy. I got 400 emails my first day. Wow, which put me very much in the, in the powerful position, right? Like, I if I don't want to see you, I don't have to. So you're either going to play by my rules, or we're not going to play. Like that's and you were in, you were looking through all these emails. Like you didn't you didn't outsource these to anybody else. No, you just use, no, of course not. What am I going to do, mom? Can you like yeah. it? Right. <laughs> so um so the so I I narrowed it down to the people that did what I asked them to. Um, and then I would call their work to make sure that they existed. So I'd just call it, like they worked for blah, 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 pharmaceutical. I'd say, hey, I'm calling to talk to Joe Smith. And they'd go, yes, uh, I'll connect to you in just a moment. Or they'd say, Joe Smith doesn't work here. If Joe Smith doesn't work there, then we're done. Like you failed step one, mm-hmm. right? Just, if they say, let me connect to you, I hang up, verified. Then I'd call the two references. I only needed to get in touch with one of them, but I wanted to. Um, if somebody didn't have multiple references, then I'd refer. I'd say go to an agency. Like go see an agency girl first, and you can use that as one of your references. But I don't want to be the first person you see in this industry in this area, right? Um, because you're you're un you're not vetted. Um, so then you know I I do that. 
uh, then I would show up to their hotel room and step in and say, hey, nice to meet you. I am blah, blah, blah. What was your name? Nope. No, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, can I see your ID? So they'd pull their ID out, want to make sure it's still Joe Smith. And then I'd call myself, a girlfriend of mine, random digits, and just say, hey, uh, I'm just checking in. Uh, want to let you know I'm here with Joe Smith. I'll call you in about an hour. So then that person knows that there's somebody out there that knows where I am, who I'm with, and what time I'm expecting How to call. How is all of this a yeah, thing? It seems it's all a so thought out for a 17-year-old. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. At 17, like if mm-hmm. you had kept doing this, you could be... You could be Heidi Fleiss, but I, better and mm-hmm, bigger. She mm-hmm. doesn't even seem like she put this kind of thought into mm-hmm. what she was doing. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it was, it was a good businesswoman, for sure. Yeah, I felt very... And I, like, I, it's so funny because people are like, oh my God, didn't you feel unsafe? Didn't you feel like... That feels so unsafe. I'm concerned for your safety. And like the only time I've ever feared for my life in bed with a man was with my ex-fiance. Who, like the only time I've ever had scary kind of sex was very much with people that that i knew very well i was gonna say those people if you go through all of that um calling their they're probably way more scared of you oh absolutely and those situations then i'm the only person that has their legal name yeah like you they don't want to come up in a google search on like my personal blog about they don't have my legal name i mean yeah absolutely absolutely the power Mm -hmm. was very much in my hands it's the opposite of what people feel now i i do want to say I came to prostitution and escorting from an incredibly privileged place, right? I didn't need the money. I come from enough money that like all my material needs were met. Um, I was fairly educated. I had access to all kinds of social capital. Um, People in desperate situations make different choices. They do less screening. They They take way more risks. And it can be very dangerous. But people equate sex trafficking, which is incredibly exploitative and terrible, with all of prostitution. And I would say that like sex trafficking, like the women that are working in like those kinds of exploitative situations versus what I was doing is the difference between some hipster trust fund kid starting a community organic farm versus migrant farm workers like it's that dramatic of a difference right Hmm. so what was your first time like um it was uh the my fantasy world versus the reality were really different but i was really committed to the fantasy (laughs) so i uh I, I came from a, a theater background, and so in my head there was going to be this like you danced big, into the room. Well, there was going to be this like big difference between like on versus off time, like in character versus out of character. Right. So I show up in like blue jeans and sne- looking like a fucking high school kid, but I have my costume in my bag, right? And I show up, and I'm like, "Where, you know, where's my changing room?" He's like, "Where do you my think trailer. you are?" Right. Yeah. yeah. Where's my Where's my trailer? Where are my ladies in waiting? Right. Like. <laughs> crazy um and he's like sure the bathroom and so i i go in there and i'm i'm i I showed up 20 minutes early because i had like 20 minutes worth of shit to do and i think he thought the appointment started like right when i walked in the room but i didn't think the appointment started until like after i came out of the bathroom so he was a little like because i was in the bathroom for like a long time like makeup and hair and like i was there to present (laughs) (laughs) so i come out of the bathroom and he was probably expecting me to be in like sexy lingerie but I was in the sexiest thing that I owned, which was my prom dress. No, uh, oh my God. God. just a seventeen-year-old in a prom dress. 
That's kind of hot, actually. Bro, yeah. I mean, it's like he did. He wasn't. No, I would. <laughs> Nate's hate giving every me a second of that. If I no, if I because I mean, let's who let's just say this guy. Let's say this is his first time getting a prostitute. But it wasn't. But it can't. Okay, good. But then she goes on a prom dress and a oh corsage. Oh my god! You got, you got a I corsage learned. on, and you Here's- put the flower on him. <laughs> here's here's what I learned, dudes. Um, when when a guy is paying four hundred dollars an hour to have a sexy time, like he's really committed to you. Be like, I I ended up spending an extraordinary amount of money on like sexy lingerie because again, I'm I'm eroticizing this as well. This is very much a part of like my fantasy sex life, and so I want to be this amazing woman. But I learned uh, later. Guys are just as excited when you come to the door wearing like $300 worth of lingerie as they are if you come to the door in a towel. Like, I've they're said just that very excited. For years. Yeah. Towel, yeah. Don't towel. like you have a fun matching bra and panties is not a the turn best. off. It's yeah, not it's the best. <laughs> it's the best? Yeah, I, I the best. I think too much. You better not be matching. Like I mean, you got to <laughs> no, try. That, I know what I you're saying. It, I think it's sexier for some reason. There's like a non-planned hotness where it's just like, oh. This is why Scott yeah. doesn't have gel in his hair and I I do mm-hmm. <laughs> the 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 idea that is unmatching broad panties is hotter. It's very funny. Um, yeah, the yeah. cup, Scott. You got to move that. Thank you. What are we doing? I just water. want water. Water, oh, cool. Sorry. So so the first time, so you had sex. You took the prom dress off, mm-hmm. or he took it off you. Did you enjoy it at all, or was it like? Um, I don't know. It's kind of like my first time doing stand up, and that like I sort of blacked out for it. Like I wasn't blackout drunk. It's just like it was a you go in a different zone. Yeah, I went into a different zone, and it's sort of all static. Um, I, I mean, I I remember it not being bad. It was like it was there was nothing traumatic about the incident, but there also wasn't anything super sexy about it either. It was like sort of what were your limits? What could they do with the four hundred? One hour, 400 bucks. Sure. I, most of the sex that I was having was really, really vanilla. Like, I didn't do a lot of fetish stuff. Um, and then there were there were extras. Like, if like I would uh, – well, I'll, I'll tell you that story in a second. Okay. But it, and a, a lot of my clients um, actually suffered from ED. So I'm seeing people that are older. I'm seeing people that um, – you know, have are diabetic or have other med- oh med- erectile dysfunction. Yeah, yeah, erectile dysfunction. I was like, E-D. I was trying to put that together in my head too. I was like, you can't spell <laughs> Come cancer on, guys. with ED. Right. <laughs> it's like, how do you? What is this? So I would a lot, but human human contact is a human need. You know, so you're right. seeing people that are widows. You're seeing people that have been All sexually abandoned widows. from their wives, widowers, yeah. widowers. Yes, and um, and so you know, they they'd come to me, and we'd have an hour of like sort of relaxed naked, vaguely erotic, cuddling, massage, intimate time where I'm just on their team. Like I think one of the one of the services that I was able to provide as a prostitute that I think that like life partners really can't provide is that I was just a totally safe space. So like all the built up uh, power struggles or negotiations or me having to advocate for myself within the relationship, all of that goes away. So I'm just there to be a sounding board. I'm just there to like to be, you know, be a hundred percent on this person's team. So that the long-term effects of that on me were probably the only thing that if I could go back in time and like caution my 17 year old self against would, would be like, look, you're going to spend a lot of naked time in bed with men that have a lot of contempt for their wives that have a lot of contempt for their life partners that hate their life. And they're going to be dumping all of this, emotions onto you and you're just going to be on their side like you're not 
You're not defending the wife in that situation. I was eating Skittles at the <laughs> pool in, when I was 17. Well, I mean, I it, it's made me skittish and about like long-term relationships now is that I have this deep fear of being the woman at home that is somehow holding my husband back from his lifelong fantasy or like I don't want to play the, that role in anyone that I date. Yeah, life. your faith in marriage is probably is, is you know pretty low. I kind of thought that was because you hear a lot of comedians when they get married start talking about how stupid and ugly mm-hmm. their wife is. In my mind, I'm always like, then just leave her, dude. But I think they do that. I think they put all of that on the like it's the a wife, role. yeah, so that they then don't. Uh, feel bad about what they haven't done with their own life oh absolutely it's very easy to just go it's her fault look at her over there making me take out these leaves that's why i didn't become this great (laughs) athlete if it weren't for her i'd be just as famous as chris rock exactly i I see that a lot i I feel like it's a chicken or the egg question of like what what did you give up on your dreams and then get married and sort of use her as like an ego defense mechanism and a scapegoat or did you like, or did she legit hold you back? Because if yeah. she le- legit hold you, held you back, that's terrible. I think legit hold you back is probably a way less percentage True. than the other Oh, one. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but when still. is it your responsibility if it if they did legit hold you back to, like you said, just be like, all right, well, I'm... Whenever you want. I think if done. you feel that somebody's holding you back in I, life. I don't know. I feel like kids complicate that a lot. True, yeah. Like it just it really... Not, not my kid. <laughs> no, Shane, Shane's got it together. Yeah, Shane. Shane's Shane. Yeah, Shane's almost in the headspace that she was at when she was seventeen. You know what I mean? Like he's almost business as smart. Yeah, he's almost oh. as smart. Yeah, he runs. He runs my business. He's like, Mom, how many times did you get up this week? Uh, oh, that's awesome. No. Um, okay, so I want to get. Were there ever moments that you actually enjoyed it? That like. Um. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. Absolutely. I. I got off a little bit on the the power struggle. Like, there's something cool about being like a seventeen year old girl telling like naked telling a 50 something year old dude that has way more social like has way more power in the world than you do to do something he doesn't want to and then having him do that like just recognizing that you have the power in that moment was hot to me um and it sort of led into some other snm shit later um and i there there were some guys that like they know what to do you know like comparing 17-year-old, 18-year-old dudes to men that have been having sex with women for years, it's not The 18-year-olds, are, they're, they're better, right? The 18-year-olds? No, it's not. Oh, come on, the 18-year-olds are better. <laughs> I mean, they're younger. Can last longer. <laughs> of course, nobody knows what the hell's going on. Is this making you hot? My hand is on your vagina. Yeah. It's just sort of... I'm just touching it. it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Batting around. <laughs> yeah, the high no. five. That's why whenever I hear a guy like he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm having sex with a 19 year old or 18 year old even. I'm like, why would you want to do that? They don't know what they're doing. I do like when I do college shows now, like when I was 18, you look at 18 year olds and you're like, oh, man, they look good. Clearly, because I'm 18 now. I'm like, you're just kids. You're such tiny little baby kids. Exactly. That has has been weird for me as an working as an SAT tutor. I work with kids that are 17 and I'm like, there's there's no. There's no way. You at seventy two? Do you, like do you mind, how how do you how sure. how old are you? I'm twenty seven now, so it's been ten years. Man, I wonder what you look like at seventeen. I mean, that's a weird question. Just pose. But <laughs> I mean, have... you would clearly look much younger than you do now. Do you want to see? I have like an. I have a or just more childlike. I have a picture I mean. that I actually used. Can we as... somehow put this onto the podcast? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out how to put this up. Pump it into Nate's, people's Nate's faces. very sensitive. I had a, I had a picture <laughs> that I used as. Uh, like when people would email me, well, like, what do you look like? This is one of the pictures. What percentages do you think that the guys were okay looking and absolutely hideous? And- I there there were no here we go. 
Um, Let's say this was I'm a, like one percent battery. You look the same, just younger. But Caitlyn, I guess should I describe Caitlyn's beautiful uh, oh, long hair, brunette, thanks. glasses. You got that like sexy Yo, she's librarian not, thing she's going too, like the, that guy's like here. Okay, she's not in the business anymore. Okay, you don't have to just no. But the, I just I'm saying our listeners. This is you at seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, Get she already looks like a sex goddess. Here. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Just fuck off. <laughs> no, That's you, hilarious. That at seventeen. Nate's, That's Nate saying that because yeah, you already look like you've claimed your your sexuality. Like you already yeah. have that fierce that face sex of goddess just, look. I will yeah, I wasn't. Fuck you. I wasn't advertising <laughs> myself as like a barely legal because I didn't. I didn't look the part. You know, like if you wanted, yeah. if you were into like younger, you still look great. I mean, oh, thank you. You look almost the same as you did when you were seventeen. Thank you. Yeah, you just want. I mean, and then you'd want to go with some like petite thirty-year-old, like if you like that. If you want play that younger, yeah, young teen, I, yeah. Seriously, too, if you went barely legal, I mean, you're probably getting a lot more problems. I'd say exactly that. So that just wasn't. There's part way of more the criminals that are mm-hmm. up for that than there are just regular True. dudes that are or just men that are like, oh, a prostitute. What made you finally stop? Yeah, it was it was coming back, uh, having a couple of appointments over Thanksgiving break, um, and I just wasn't. <laughs> I don't know my bot like my my body's a little bit of a, a cunt like she's very like specific like the reason I didn't go to law school is because every time I sat down to study for the LSAT I would like get these weird headaches and like vomit and feel like my body wow. was filled with lead and like my body was just like you don't want to do this with your life and a similar thing started happening with the appointment I started to dread them um I like wasn't I wasn't having fun anymore so I like I quit because it wasn't fun anymore yeah yeah have you talked to other girls that have done it to, mm-hmm. to kind of satisfy their sexual yes and, and the dignified degenerate show has plugged me into a lot of those people and that they're starting to seek me out um because i'm i'm out there i'm using my real name i'm talking about my experience and it seems to be a pretty common thread um of the women that are coming to me i have not i haven't had a single person come up to me and say i used to work as an escort it was horrible i can't believe that you're telling this story about how it was more complicated than that and you should be ashamed of yourself like that like i i'm getting thank you so much for complicating the narrative a little bit and talking about your experiences honestly and not trying to make it fit into this narrative of like this was the worst thing that could have happened i'm a survivor i was a victim or like or and like you're saying you know you're not saying it's all good like you're saying sex trafficking and that stuff is horrible so absolutely but you're saying that there are more grays to the whole prostitution thing i did quit so i mean it's it's, it wasn't so awesome that i decided to make it this lifelong career um right you know although i'd probably be in a really different financial position right now it's so funny to me like when when my parents give me shit about not making money or when i i talk to people about my life plan and they're like right but money I've already made my choices like and that's something that I just don't value. There was something very, very cool about making $400 an hour at 17, having zero expenses and knowing what it felt like to buy whatever I wanted and feeling the emptiness of that really early. It's just not not a priority in my life. My worst case scenario, I'm never going to be homeless. I'm never going to go hungry. It's just not my reality. I'm not. I don't. I think I don't have a drug addiction. White woman in America. I feel like I can make my rent. Yeah, you're fine. I'm gonna be fine, but I don't get. I don't get off on the like Versace or the like. I remember Versace. you some really ugly stuff, man. Like <laughs> if you want to get, if you want to just get serious here, they got yeah. a lot of 
things that cost $3,500 that look fucking disgusting. You can get it at like yeah. one of those rainbow stores pretty much. You know what I'm talking about? Those mm-hmm. are really cheap. Anyway, I remember, just, <laughs> yeah. I remember you yeah. saying when I saw your, your two-person show that one of the big things in terms of money that you really did appreciate was you could park anywhere. Any, yeah, the, the, big, the big expenditure, the thing that I spent the most money on is I parked wherever the fuck I wanted to. Just got tickets. Just fuck it. Yeah. Oh, 30, this is the $30 space. I'm fine with that. Like, it, yeah, I parked wherever I wanted to and I paid the parking tickets whenever I wanted to. That's I pretty awesome. I have zero to anxiety. That That's what freedom is. That's what real financial freedom is just parking wherever the fuck you want to and be like, I'll... I have enough money in my wallet to just deal with this problem. You just leave 200 <laughs> on the windshield. You're like, here you go. <laughs> Did you ever feel like it was like how drug anyone that's made easy, like really easy money yeah. at a certain point in their life when you do have those months where it's like, fuck, how am I going to make rent? Is it hard not to like dust off the old prom dress or um, like it's, put an ad up or there, there's something about me and I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> But I've just been at bars in New York and gotten solicitations. Like, wow. And so that is hard to turn down because they don't know who they're dealing with. They think they're dealing with like <laughs> some new person who like they're like they're gonna like they they think they're corrupting someone and i'm like wow you put out that vibe without meaning to Mm -hmm. that's so interesting yeah and and that's another it's another weird thing where i it it feels weird to say of like i was meant to do this but i i just felt this this draw to that world um and really enjoyed aspects of the work like the the service part of being really connecting with people helping people's day like feel better um giving pleasure like like was a was a genuine turn on it's something i still like to do um and that came from a really authentic place like that wasn't an affectation well since you were like running it yourself did you like i'm i'm assuming you never really came across anybody that was like completely disgusting um yeah i mean i would it, like the way that i it was not my role like i felt like it would have been a violation of this sort of honor of of wars or whatever the art the yeah to show up to some to have to have somebody show up and then turn them down like that that's a level of scar like of of scarring and rejection that i i wouldn't live with but if i really felt viscerally repulsed by somebody um then i would i would just i would do the appointment and then i i would not see them again i'd be busy so what does that, that even mean like you mean like they they smell weird sure like you know it's like there's just like old people can sometimes smell um that only happened that only happened twice and one of them it was a personality conflict and not okay. really a physical thing okay um yeah i mean like i just yeah you just get over it it's like you know i that that wasn't my focus i was more interested in connecting to and even now i mean like if you, i think if you lined up all I the just, dudes that i, I still don't understand dated. like i mean we were talking about this kind of last week when if you're gonna have sex with somebody just wash yourself man i really don't understand yeah, yeah so i don't ask, get it yeah you would just ask someone to do that or or like, did you ever do that like can you hop in the shower for me um oh you know like part of the protocol is that they like if they're if they're coming from outside and they wash their hands but if if i felt one of the tricks that I would use is I'd go, hey, do you want to get in the a shower? sexy shower time? Like, let's both get in the shower. And that was Smart. an easy, You're very Scrubbing easy. is right. dirty. Did they, did, they dress, did they dress nice? And most, of, most of these guys are coming from work. <clears throat> okay. I got gifts and things. So they'd bring me like flowers and boxes yeah. of chocolate and bottles of wine, which I, which I would immediately give back. 
because I'm like, I'm not old enough to drink. I, I love I, that. I can't have this. <laughs> like, yeah, it was weird. You're like, this is illegal. <laughs> yeah, okay. this is super this I run really my illegal. own 17 year old prostitution business, but hey, <laughs> most of no the time drinking, I was 18. Okay. Like, the majority of okay. time I was 18. Were I was you? 17 for like a minute and a half. It was super dumb. Was there a time where, did you ever have an orgasm during one of those things? No, no. I had my first orgasm ever in my life, like a month ago. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been working on, I went out, I got a, like a vibrator and a book at the same store. I've been doing my exercises. Why is this, is this not, is this a weird, why, why? That's very normal. That's, I've, I've is heard it? from countless women that why have. Why is that normal? Um, it just takes a while. It takes a while. It's more complicated. What, t- what takes twenty seven years of your life? It, it yeah, like especially with the like kind of slut shaming or like body shaming that that women go through and like internalizing a lot of that. You have just, to be able to let guards down yeah. at least for a w- woman. Yeah, yeah. And then also, um, yeah, it's just it's not as straightforward. Like like I've been aroused. I felt like heightened states of arousal during for lots of things for like a long like sex was definitely pleasurable but to have that climax moment it just hadn't happened yet i think but you I, have to be able to go there do yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, and like yeah. if you're i if even you're heard like low off, 30s is where like yeah, girls most women kind of hit their orgasm peak mm-hmm. and that's just kind of when you stop giving a fuck about what people Basically, are saying yeah you can let Weird. go I, I, and but, it's a lot of it's unconscious and so it's really hard to like tap into and 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 so it, it yeah it just it's really fucking complicated that's all i mean Oh. Girls are are way more complicated creatures. I, yes, and I but I don't think that's unique. I don't think that's unique because of my sexual history. That's a story I've heard over and over again. From I don't think that's like my my burden or my punishment mm-hmm. for having chosen to be a prostitute that I like can't experience real pleasure or whatever. I will tell you that um, disassociate. It's hard for me. I have to I have to actively fight not to disassociate during some sex, especially if there's like some ambivalence or whatever. And that's where the goofy faces and the like. The weird shit started coming in. Oh yeah, Caitlin was saying be present for this. Caitlin was saying that now when she sometimes has sex with guys, she'll like purposely make a a short-lived face, a funny (laughs) grotesque face to kind of throw them off. And it's you're Mm -hmm. saying it's because yeah, you have to fight the disassociating while having sex. I just want to fight the narrative. I want to fight the like the 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 predictable sequence of events. I want to throw a wrench in that to keep both of us present in the moment. In the moment. Weird. What oh, do people, yeah. What do guys do? What do they say? <laughs> well, I mean, it's some some guys laugh. Some people lose their erection, um, and then it yes. becomes a, then it becomes the like a challenge game. Losing, it's fun. yes, yeah. I mean, you throw a scary too face much of a face. face. Yeah, nah. it's like, get out. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, ah. Caitlin was also saying that when you'll you'll be like having like sexy texts back this and is, forth. This is a malicious joke that I play on friends of mine. Yeah, tell. This is um, great. I, right now, my 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 standard mode of operation for relationships is establishing long term, non committed relationships. So I'm seeing like other people that we've been seeing each other for years, but it's not monogamous. Um, but there's mutual affection and like respect there. That's my that's what I'm looking for. Um, and so we'll be sexting with some guy. And so I know he's, I know he's masturbating on the other end of this thing. And then I, I've downloaded a bunch of, uh, really scary vagina pictures, like female genital mutilation or like medical anomalies or like some, they cadavers or like, it's like gross, scary vagina pictures. And we'll just send one of those along mid sexed. <laughs> That's, just as a fun, uh, just to, you know, keep it. Uh, well, fun, keep fun on their toes. is. Yeah, fun is definitely not the word. 
for it. I mean, it's fun for you. What I'm wondering is that, do you think that has anything to do with your ability to completely sort of check out from... I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't make those, those connections. I'm not, I'm not my I mean, I don't know if I, if I was No guy a... finds that fun. I'll tell you that right really? now. There's no, okay. oh good fuck no. There's no, there's no man in the universe that's just like, oh you got me. I think that <laughs> nobody I think I could that. power through. You're a fucking maniac. <laughs> just be like, Scott, eh, like whatever. I'm still going. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love no, you, Scott. You got a, a dead woman's vagina with unmatching bra and pants hey. and you just still beat off. What a fucking maniac. Wait, hold on. I'll, I'll just scroll through. Let me explain. No, but here's the thing. If I was having Having a sexy conversation via text and a guy as yes, a but joke. You're a girl. Okay, fine. But if a guy, I still under. You're like, a girl. Okay, I would just understand the funny. You moment. are a girl. <laughs> no guy ever would find that funny. I swear to Christ. Scott, Scott I swear said he to would. Christ. Yeah, but you're not. No, no, Scott. <laughs> what? No, I what? No, no. You wouldn't. You don't no. see the comedy in throwing. For- no. One of right? those in. I yeah. think the comedy is very, very. It obvious. depends on who. Like, how long do, they, do these guys know you? Do they yeah. know? Oh, yes. Yeah, they, yeah. These are long term things. Like, there's this okay, one guy, well, North Carolina, five, five, five years. Okay. Still be like, if, but fine. If they know you, it makes more sense. I'm telling you, if if Aton it's and obviously I, not hers if, too. If, but if, you know, you know him. That's what I'm saying. But, listen, but that's what I'm, she. That's what she's saying. Like, if you get the person, I would think it's so funny if I'm like, I'm gonna send you a sexy picture, and then I send him a picture of a tranny. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's so uh, funny. Yeah, that's you knowing them. I didn't know you know what I mean if you didn't know somebody and you were just doing who that who are you sexting with that you don't know well I mean you don't really know them you could say you could just meet somebody and just sex men. With them. you could just meet somebody and sex with them like not like no know them but if you just you know what I mean no okay. this I, I tried not to or actually there was there was one guy that I, I had a, a real crush on um, and this was when I first moved to New York I met a man and we had a, a crazy fast courtship and ended up getting engaged and that was a really scary and abusive like relationship um, and so I got out of that and was having like ba- basically PTSD flashbacks like during sex. Wow. Back to this this thing. So it, it was and I was it, it was chaos, emotional roller coaster, like finan- like just I was I was an insane person for like about six months, um, especially during sex. Like I was having panic attacks during one night stands and like trying to hide the fact that I was bawling. They just thought you were coming and you're like, yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I do a bit actually where, um, with like the, you know, it's like, uh, you know, if you're going to have a panic attack in bed with a stranger, the most polite thing to do is to flip it to doggy style. So you can cry into the pillow without ruining his night. <laughs> wow. Um, so that was really happening. And so I was courting with this, this, this guy and I was, and I was, really throwing a lot of wrenches like a lot like dirty <laughs> vagina pictures actual about wrenches farting, like yeast infection like just like just trying to infection. I like how you slipped in yeast infection real yeah. quick yeast, yeast infection no but it's perfect because these are all things that men would be like uh, right. uh yeah nobody, so there was, nobody there was a lot this. of that and he met he was very patient and met all of that with good humor <laughs> And That's what I mean. I feel like guys board. are like, whatever, whatever. Yeah. No, we'll power I'm, through. I'm whatever. We'll power I'm through. I'm here to say, this is, the, this is the, myth, the myth that like men will just fuck everything no matter what it's saying. No, I'm here to say absolutely fucking not. No, for fuck's sake. You can't just call up a dude and be like, used infection, bloody vagina, you want to fuck? And he's going to be like, yeah, okay. No, 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 <laughs> Most no, of no, them no, would. No. I think most of them would. No! I don't think Nate's so. out. Nate is out. So out. All right. Anyways. But That's anyways, I'm, I'm very interested in this no, story. No, no, no. Well, anyway, he powered through that period of me he was tr- one of these trying maniacs to, trying to deliberately throw like off like, like you don't want any part sounds of like a soldier yeah. yeah 
and we've we've been able to have a, a mutually beneficial uh, arrangement since then. It's been it's been great. I feel like we've really enriched each other's lives. It so. kind of reminds me. I I was saying this yesterday to to Aton. That's my boyfriend. I was saying to him like. I, I like saying sometimes, like, pretending I have a penis and being like, just suck my dick. But there are a lot of guys who do not like pretending that their girlfriend has a dick. Like, they don't do even want to hear that. Strap-on and, like, actually let him suck a real dick. I don't think he'd be down for that. Whoa! Oh, is that where you that's draw the line? That, that is where I, is that it's that exactly where, you draw the line? where I draw the line. Fuzzy vagina is fine, but a You can make this happen, goddamn right. That's a thing you can do. Yeah, that's a thing that happens. That's a fake dick. This man's talking about bloody dead vaginas. He's I'm cool with that. As long as it's a vagina, I don't give a fuck what's going on with it. But if it's any shape of dick at all. Oh, my god. Any goodness. shape, even fake dick on a woman. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, ladies, do not put a strap on and try to make Scott no. suck it. Who, yeah, Scott. I was just going to say, Scott alone. Scott Would alone. Would you suck a I'm fake out. dick? Why the fuck not? Here's the thing. This I is love you. If I'm... If I'm <laughs> If I'm with an, awesome. if I'm with a, a girl like a girl girl that I know and we're having sex and that's something that you know what I mean who the fuck knows but I'm definitely uh, uh, you know what I'm gonna say this is, again I'm I'm just throwing off all the things of like everything that's shaped like a dick is not goddamn that's not the worst part of a man for one a dick that is not why I'm not balls. sleep would with you, balls would you way suck worse. my fake plastic yeah. balls no I'm just saying everything else about a man if is they worse were hairy they like little like plastic <laughs> hair things on them or they got that weird like I don't know that it it's not exactly like the the weird moisture that's like no, no, I'll stop. So yeah, we have to make Ooh. a very All right, complex. Well, that's, that's it for us. We're gonna, we're gonna peter out on ball moisture. Ball moisture. <laughs> Um, yeah, Almost thank you so much for for coming on. No, thank you. This where, was a lot of fun. Yeah, where can we? Where can everyone find you? Do you have a website? I do. Um, it's CaitlinBailey.com, but my parents spelled my name wrong because um, my dad's <laughs> my dad wanted a traditional Irish name, and my mom was like, "I'm crazy hippie." So it's K A Y T L I N Bailey B A I L E Y, and it's the uh, same thing on Twitter at Caitlin Bailey. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Say hi. Okay. Yeah, uh, you can find me at, at Sharp Comedy and sharpcomedy.com, Facebook, all that stuff. Scott Sharp, it's easy. Just Google it's it. It's still going to be the same. Mine's just my name as well, NathanMcIntosh.com. Twitter's the same. I'm at, at the Kate Wolf. I just changed it. I'm very proud. Ooh, the why Kate did you Wolf. change it? Because it was like Kate Wolf 1, and everyone was like, that's lame. Yeah, so, that is lame. Yeah, so it's at the Kate Wolf, and then katewolf.net, because .com was taken. Find that Kate Wolf and murder her. .net. .amateur. All right, guys. That's going deep. Peace. Have a good one.